watching over me Every day another way That I can see the love And I see you Looking out for me All I want to do is Thank you, thank you Here we go Sing along. I see you watching over me. And every day another way that I can see your love. And I see you looking out for me. All I want to do is thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you. gay sound for you there. That was kind of fun to do, wasn't it? All right, well, welcome to the fifth Sunday experience. Are you excited? Yay, this is it. So we, we just want you to know that today you can do whatever you would like. You can get up and get coffee. <laughs> you can stand up. You can sing or not sing. You can sit down. You can, 
you know, whatever you do, the point today is to experience Jesus Christ. That's what we're trying to do today, just experience Jesus and his love. We are going to do a lot of songs today. I'm going to talk in between some of the songs. Hopefully you'll get some good information out of all of this as well. No extended speech today. I know that's a wonderful way to learn, and we'll be back to it next week. We normally do some a talk that goes, oh, 25, 30 minutes. Okay, sometimes longer. But anyway, and it's focused on a scripture, on a thought that, that God has in his Bible for us. Today, the thought that we have is to experience Jesus. <laughs> That's what we're trying to do, is just feel the experience of being in love with Jesus and understanding who he is and having a relationship with him. That's our goal today. I love this line that he has in this song, All things are possible, but not so easy. <laughs> uh, that's my favorite line in that song we just sang. We do want to thank God, and we do occasionally run into this uh, real life. You know, a lot happens in life, but if we we look closely, we can see Jesus even in the tough stuff, even in the really hard things. And sometimes that's because we can't do it. We can't manage it. We can't take it. But we're not alone. There is, in fact, someone who is strong enough to do it. Jesus is strong enough to help us. Feel free to stand up and sing. You can dance, too. You can do... Sophie might dance.
In case you haven't noticed, yeah, we're really not strong enough to manage life. Forget the, <laughs> forget the really tough stuff. We can't even really manage what comes our way just day to day sometimes. But Jesus Christ is strong enough. He is capable of giving what we need to survive, giving us what we need. It really, truly is in Christ alone. That's where we have our strength. It's where we have the ability to live. It's also, of course, where our salvation comes from. Without Christ, we really do have nothing. But with Him, we got everything. Stand and sing with me here, okay? Standing would be going to be moving towards prayer in a little while so have in your mind what is it that you'd like to talk to God about what are the needs you have what do you want to know to do in life where do we go
Father, we do thank you for the love that you have for us, for the care that you have for us, the fact that you sent your Son to die for us, that he willingly came, that he gave his life for us, dying on a cross, being rejected by you, so that we would not have to experience that rejection. We're amazed that he cares for us. We're amazed that you cared for us. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Father, we thank you that we can come to you. We thank you that you care for us. We have a lot of thoughts in our mind. We have a list in the bulletin that we did last week. We have a list of people that we pray for, that we love and we care for. Each one of us here has someone on our hearts. Well, usually more than one. Some people in our family, some people in our friend circle, some people that are in school with us or work with us, people that we run into that we know desperately need help. They need you. Some of them, their lives are just torn upside down by physical things, by a sickness, by an illness, by relational things, marriages that are torn apart, people that are angry with each other, parents and their children that are estranged and sometimes you can bring them back together sometimes you can put things just right other times we have to learn how to live how to live in an imperfect world we thank you that it's possible for us to come to you and ask you for help and more than that we thank you that you answer you are a God who answers prayer sometimes not the answer we want (laughs) But you always care. And we trust you. And we know that you're doing the right thing for us. And we ask that you help us to live out this life in a way that honors you and honors your son. A way that expresses him to the world. Let us do that. And we know that one day we will be with you and all things will be perfectly done. And we'll understand it. 
and we'll be okay. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
I'd like you to enjoy a little talk from Cutlass. Cutlass is going to talk about one of their songs that we kind of like to do and will do. We'll get to sing it afterwards. So we'll listen to them and afterwards maybe you can stand and sing this with me. Stand to our feet and worship with them. When the path is daunting and every step exhausting, I'm not alone. I'm not alone. No, no.
You can have a seat if you'd like. You know, there's many, many ways to see Jesus in his love. And obviously, we, we see it in his daily care for us. You know, you carry me every day. We carry. If you've, if you've never felt alone, <laughs> you haven't yet started to learn how close you are to Christ. That's when he starts to draw us to him, when we feel completely alone. He lets that happen to us so that we look to him. He comforts us every day. He, he gives us forgiveness. I mean, come on. <laughs> that's, that's a pretty big deal. It's his sacrifice on the cross, though, that is the best way for us to see Jesus. That's when we see who he is. The, the term, you carry me to the cross, that's all about God drawing us to see his son dying for us. And when we see that, we begin to understand who Jesus is. That's when we really do see him, when we see the cross. I think the biggest part of the cross to me is the fact that they often say this, and it's true, when he was on the cross, I was on his mind. When he was on the cross, you were on his mind. He was thinking of you. And and there's a reason. <laughs> You're his. You belong to him. This next song is by Mercy Me. And I like the whole premise. I'm yours. My heart belongs to Christ. He's the one who owns me. Satan can say what he wants, but I belong to Jesus Christ. And he can't do anything that Christ doesn't let him do.
say, I do love that song. I like that. By the power of the cross, you've taken what was lost and made it fully yours. And I have been redeemed by you who spoke to me. And now I am spoken for, covered by your love divine. Child of the risen Lord, to hear you say, this one's mine. That's a lot. We are spoken for. And that is just one of 10,000 reasons. We bless the Lord. This one you got to stand up for. Bless the Lord, oh my soul. Oh my soul. Worship His holy name. Sing like this.
Shafir, um, I had this really interesting, towards the end of the record, we, the record's kind of finished and um, just, it's kind of happened for me a couple a couple times now in recording where kind of some songs come kind of come last minute. And I thought, man, I had this thought, I should really write a song with my friend Ed Cash. I haven't written with Ed in a while. We've written lots of songs together. He wrote How Great Is Our God with me and other songs and I haven't written with him in a while. And I just sent him a text saying, hey man, um, you know, are you, are you around? I, I just feel like supposed to write a song together. I get a, a, a text back immediately saying, you're kidding me. He's like, he's like, this is unbelievable. He said, I just, in the middle of the night, my wife just wakes up and she said, I just, Ed, I just need you to pray for me. I feel all this stuff, all this coming against me. Would you just pray? And he said, so I started praying and kind of in, in the middle of the night and I grabbed my guitar and I just started singing this little chorus out. It just came to me. And he said, I thought, and this morning he said, I thought about that song and I thought, man, I should write that as a chorus. He goes, and I get a text from you that you're coming in. and he said so when I hear this I'm like wow I got it this is going to be amazing and so he plays me this little chorus I know who goes before me I know who stands behind the God of angel armies is always by my side the one who reigns forever he's a friend of mine the God of angel armies is always by my side and he said and I don't know what to do with anything ever other than that I just have this chorus and so I started thinking I started I just loved it I was like man that does that's just amazing way it's sung everything and so we started sitting down and started thinking, what's the, what's the song really about? And I started writing these verses, these lyrics, and um, this little whom shall I fear part, and, and the bridge, and all the things around it that really... But he had this chorus that I really feel it was one of those, 
you know, you can work and work and work for a song. And then there's sometimes they just just flow through you as a prayer. As a man, I'm, I'm rising up right now. And whatever's coming against me, I'm singing this back against it. And I'm singing this in faith to God. And that's, that's one of these songs. I love it. I think people will find that in their most desperate times. Maybe we'll turn to this song. There's an interesting story in 2 Kings uh, chapter 6. And it's the story of Elisha, the prophet Elisha. And his servant is... Uh, has come to him and there's an army that's coming down on Elisha and Elisha says I love this he says don't worry he looks at his servant and says there's nothing to worry about he said those who are with us are more than who are with them he said Elisha prayed to him and said Lord would you open up the eyes of my servant that he may see what's really happening right now and it says the servant's eyes were open he said he looked in the mountains around the village were filled with these armies of God and horses and chariots. He just saw them all around. And that's the heart of this. That's, that's what I'm trying to say in this song. When people hear this song, it's my prayer, it's my hope that their eyes are open and that they know that they're, that they're surrounded by a God of angel armies. We're living in a time of panic and a time of fear and a time of anxiety. People are, you know, just feel so much coming at them from every way. You feel surrounded every way in this world with just, you know, whatever, you, with just so many troubles. And I just, my heart is when I hear this song, is that their eyes are opened again to realize what's really going on. That those who are for us are more than those who are against us. And that you're surrounded by this, this, these angel armies that God surrounds. He comes before you, He stands behind you. And what amazing, that ought to just lift people's faith. And I hope that, you know, when you get to the bridge of this song, it says, So what, you know, so nothing formed against me shall stand. You hold the whole world in your hands. It's just. That's just what I hope people really sense, is just that faith rising up.
I know who stands beside me. It's a fascinating, fascinating look into the reality, that story of Elisha. See, he's in a city. He's there because the Israelites are there. As bad as they are, as much as they're doing wrong, he's there with them. And they are now surrounded by an army and have been for a very long time. There's this scene where these two women come to the king who doesn't really serve God. He does in name, but not in reality. Uh, And he barely does in name. And they say, the one yells to the king, help me out. Yesterday, or the other day rather, we said, this woman said to me, let's kill your son and boil him and we'll eat him and then we'll do the same with mine later. And so we killed mine and ate him, but now she won't tell me where her son is so we can... That's a bad situation. (laughs) I don't care how you cut it. This is not good. And Elijah is comfortably sitting in a house saying, God is with us. And if you people would only follow God, he would take care of us. But you're not following him, so he's not taking care of you. And the king says, if I don't have Elijah dead by this evening, then let God kill me. That's the situation. And so the servant gets up and he looks out and he sees the army around them and he says, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? This is bad. This is terrible. And Elijah looks at him and says, what are you talking about? There's no problem here. (laughs) And he's, no, look at the army, look at him. And he says, oh yeah, that's right, you can't see. And so he says, God, open his eyes, let him see. And he exclaims, I love the the old English, uh, you know, my Lord, the, uh, the chariots of God and the horsemen thereof or something, I forget how exactly he says it. Very exciting stuff. He suddenly sees angels an entire army of angels vastly greater than the army of the Samaritans who are around there, just completely surrounding them all. This huge army. And he says, see, you didn't get it. You don't see the reality. You only see this world. And you think that's the reality. It's not. <laughs> that's not it. That's not reality. Reality, we can't even see. But sometimes God gives us a little bitty peek into the reality of what is. And that's what happened with Elisha's servant. He got to see for just a moment what apparently Elijah was seeing all along. And he realized, wow, there really is nothing to worry about. If God is for us, who can possibly stand against us? He created everything. You know, they did not know that there were so many galaxies out there. They didn't know our galaxy had 100 million stars or, you know, I mean, more than that. They, they didn't know any of these things. They didn't know that God could do that much. But those who trusted him knew he could do something as simple as save them from some army. You know, you can crush my enemies underneath my feet. Now, mostly we're concerned about Satan here, let's be honest. But that God, there are angels all around us. I just... Jack Wilsey's expression when he first said it, I loved it. He said, you know, you may have walked through an angel today. They're in the spirit world. We can't see them. They're everywhere. And they're they're just, (laughs) if you can say that of an angel, they're just angels. They're still God. You're always walking through God. 
He is everywhere at all times present, 100% everywhere. He's here, right? Wherever we are, He is with us. And that amazing truth, He, he is always with us. What do we have to fear? So, the question, I know who walks beside me. <laughs> Chris Tomlin knows who walks beside him. Do you know who walks beside you? Do you know him? Not just about him. Do you know him? The God of angel armies. That's our question. Do you know who the one is who will reign forever? Hello? Do we grasp what that means? He's in charge forever. It might be a good idea to know him. (laughs) That's our message. That's what we tell people. You need to know (laughs) that one. Because you need him. You need him forever. But you also need him now. There's a man who knew that one very well. He didn't know Jesus. He didn't, that was before Jesus came to the earth. And he, he didn't really understand that part. But he knew God. Uh, the guy was a shepherd. He watched sheep that he cared for. Uh, protected them with his life. He put himself between wolves, between bears. He, he, nobody got to his sheep. He protected sheep. And he wanted to write about God. He wanted to write a song. They call them psalms. He wanted to write a song about God. And so he put these words down. The Lord is my shepherd. He's a shepherd. He understands this. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Do you think his sheep had to ever worry about what they were going to eat? No. He took care of them. And he says, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. Where would a sheep love to be? <laughs> he leads me beside still waters. Sheep are scared to death of moving water. Their, their, their wool, if it gets wet, it soaks up water and they get sucked down. They drown. They're afraid of moving water. So he brings them to still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. I like how he changes this. He's been saying, my shepherd, he shall do that, he shall do that. I will fear no evil for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. That's making it very personal. We're going to sing one more song by Plum. She does a beautiful job of making this very personal. Sing along when you like.
do we know God loves us? And he said he did. He said he did. I think, you know, to me, it always comes back to the cross. That's not a thing you expect. I mean, if I was writing a book, and I've written a book, <laughs> a novel, yeah, that's not, that's that. It's not what you look for in a book. <laughs> Let me see what I want to do. I want to take the one who created everything, and I want to make him, put him in human form so we can kill him. Because I love you. Jesus, uh, we talked about earlier, only the sign of Jonah will be given to you. That's it. You get to see one thing. I think, did did we talk about that already? (laughs) The idea of all the miracles he did. Can you imagine Jesus walking around doing these miracles? There's person after person sick. They had no medicines like we do. I mean, they had a few things. They, They didn't have surgery. They didn't have anything blind people deaf people that's it you're born that way that's life you get leprosy live with it or die with it doesn't matter you got it that's the deal and Jesus was going around healing personally probably thousands of people he healed thousands now let's see exactly what is a miracle remember so he's doing these thousands of miracles and these leaders come up to him, these Jewish religious leaders. Religious leaders. They, they were skeptics though. <laughs> but they were, they were religious leaders. They got paid. They, they were doing the job. And they came up to Jesus. We're a few years into his ministry. He's done thousands of miracles. And they come up to us and they say, give us a sign. Give us a sign Hello, do you know what a miracle is? A miracle is that which cannot happen in the normal. Blind people don't start seeing. Deaf people don't start hearing. People with leprosy don't just suddenly get good, clean skin. It doesn't happen. The lame don't just start walking. This means the natural cannot be here. It has to be supernatural. The supernatural is here. And you say, give me a sign? Are you nuts? What is wrong with you people? Everybody all over is saying it. And you're saying, ah, we want to see it. Come on, show us right now. Pop one out for us. What? And Jesus says, the only sign that you're going to get, well, okay, I should back up. First thing he says, a wicked and adulterous generation seeks for a sign. <laughs> okay, ouch. Let's just, let's be straight up here. They're the religious leaders of their day. A wicked and adulterous generation, you know. To be an adulterer in that part of, of Israel, that was about, well, you could call somebody a tax collector. That might be just as bad. That, it was the worst insult you could give somebody. And he calls them wicked, adulterous generation. He says, the only sign you're going to get is this. It's the sign of Jonah. Jonah? Yeah, the, one of the most famous prophets Israel ever had, Jonah. Well, what, was, what happened? Well, you know, just like Jonah was... Three, see, Jonah, well, there's a little part of it that doesn't matter. He was supposed to do what God wanted, he didn't. So he tries to get on his ship to get away, gets thrown overboard eventually in this storm, and God prepares a great fish, I don't know, a whale something, and swallows him. And three days later, he prays. And so God has the, shi- the, the uh, ship, I was going to say, he has the, the fish vomit him up on the beach, and he goes and does what God says. 
Three days, Jesus said, Jonah was in the deep. He was effectively dead. Okay. He said, just like that looked, you're going to have me three days in the grave. But I'm not going to stay there either. (laughs) That's the sign. How does Jesus love us? Well, how do we know? The one way. He died and three days later. That's the sign. That's the sign of God's love for us. Just as Jesus died and came back alive, no believer who dies has to worry because they're not staying there. They're not. Jesus rose from the dead. He even... Can you imagine? Remember, he created everything, right? Don't forget who he is. Yeah, he took on human form, but he said, I'm the first of many brothers. First of many brothers. Wow. He calls us his siblings. You know, you're my sister, you're my brother. Come on. I'm just the first. <laughs> I think that's amazing. That's, that's, that he would stoop down and say that about me is just kind of like, I got, I got five brothers. <laughs> you know, nothing like that. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> I'm not sure any of them would die for me for one thing at all. But how in a world does a God do that? How does he... How does he reach down and do that? Well, especially considering this. Paul wrote to the church in Rome, For while we were still weak, at the right time Christ died for the ungodly. I guess that means us, the weak people. For one will scarcely die for a righteous person, though perhaps for a good person one would dare even to die. But God shows his love for us in this, that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Since therefore we have now been justified by his blood, much more shall we be saved by him from the wrath of God. For if while we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of his son, much more now that we are reconciled shall we be saved by his life. We were enemies and he died for us. To the Colossian church he wrote, And you who once were alienated and hostile in mind, doing evil deeds, he has now reconciled in his body of flesh by his death in order to present you holy and blameless and above reproach before him. It isn't that we are good. (laughs) There's nothing in us. It's not like we can get this somehow. It's a pure gift. It's just grace of God. That's how we know Jesus Christ loved us because he was willing to die on the cross for us. And when we cry out, how many times? <laughs> how many times you heard me cry out, God? I can't keep track, but I keep doing it. And incredibly, you keep answering. Hmm. It is amazing. Well, I hope you enjoyed this. Let's see. I got one more thing here. Oh, yeah. So we want to we want to go through we want to listen to one more thing the cost of Christ Cutlass put together a song called This is Love It's about just that last part It starts in the garden the garden of Gethsemane and and works its way through I think I think you'll enjoy this let's sing it uh, together you might even this might be one worth standing up on
Father, thank you for this day together. Thank you that we could enjoy time just experiencing your son and recalling his love for us and and remembering that one sign, the one that matters above everything else for all the incredible number of miracles that he did. He walked on water. <laughs> he did so much. But he said, there's only one sign. Only one sign you need to be concerned about. You're going to kill me, but I'm going to come alive. And he died for his enemies. Hmm. It's a bit much for us, Lord, to understand. I ask that you bless and protect each person as we go our way. And next Sunday when we come back together for a, for a kind of a regular service of ours, we pray that you will continue to draw us closer and help us to draw others close to you as part of your wonderful plan. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, let's go back where we started and sing the last song, and then we'll get some goodies. I see you watching over me Every day another way That I can see your love And I see you looking out for me
Thank you.